You're listening to the Joint Practices Podcast. Dad, who am I named after? You're named after my favorite thing in the world, son. With your host, Sean Lamont. I was waiting for woo, 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 Kenny, woo. Steve Knox. No, but I'm going to tell Elijah to go masturbate with maple syrup tonight. Let me know how that goes for you. And Elijah Arnold. I'm going to tell you a worse story than that right now. (laughs) I literally poured milk onto my testicles. Are you excited, girl? I'm so excited, girl. Welcome to the Joint Practices Podcast. Welcome back to the Joint Practices Podcast. This is the podcast for fans, by fans, that's fans like me. I'm your host, Sean Lamont, on Twitter, at 11thegoat. Joined tonight by my co-host with the most depressing news ever. It is the OG Olive Garden pimp, Mr. Super Sticky Steve Knox Soup. The The microphone is yours. Yeah, turns out I'm... Uh broadcasting from the uh, reserve code list this week uh tested positive this afternoon got some mild symptoms but uh we're pushing on through i'm not gonna quit on my team halfway through the third quarter if you do promise to take off your shirt yep i will okay well that's terrible news and i'm sorry to hear it and i hope you're okay so uh that sucks the first JPP team member on the reserve COVID list. You heard it here first on the joint practices podcast. Elijah's just on the sleeping list. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here we go. It's uh, week 18 for the first time ever. So we have some stuff to get through. We have this playoff picture that we'll update you with. And then... We'll get through the scenarios that could and maybe happen, will happen, won't happen for week 18 for the last playoff spots that are available. So it's going to be wild. The AFC is even wilder. NFC is pretty cut and dry, but let's get to the playoff picture. Powerhouse, yeah, they building up the dream scene. Sleeper teams keep trucking. Watch out for the six seed. Playoff picture clearing up, unlike Steven's eyes. All right, so after a very interesting week 17, where the Philadelphia Eagles grid out a win against the Washington Nameless, the Vikings did what we all thought they were going to do without Kirk Cousins and kind of put up a big old turd burger. And then Elijah's New England Patriots just put the D to the other team who doesn't get even they don't after that performance you don't get to be talked about so yeah that was a uh, <laughs> pretty pretty rough for <laughs> for the urban meyer team um urban Meyerless. yeah maybe that's why they lost so much it must be he wasn't on the sideline so they got squashed by 40 instead of 37 <laughs> <laughs> If he was only there to kick the kicker, we'd have been all set. Yeah. Yeah. How about this? The 2021 Minnesota Vikings, the first team in NFL history to have a quarterback with 30 plus passing touchdowns, a running back with a thousand plus rushing yards, and a wide receiver with 1,500 plus receiving yards and a losing record to show for it. 
Yikes. That's, that's not great. I'll do you one better, though, because I heard this stat earlier. It's got nothing to do with the playoff picture. I just want to get it in there real quick. Holy crap. Yawn. My apologies. The New York Giants. This is a wonderful stat. I got two giant stats for you guys before we move on. The first one is last week, the Giants. Steve, do you know how many receiving yards they had? 27? 24. Know. 24, that's what it was. On two <laughs> catches. They went an entire <laughs> professional football game with two catches. <laughs> they had two receivers that each had one catch for 12 yards. In the year 2022. This is wild times. The other stat, which is even better, is the Giants are now the only team in the NFL to not have a record above 500 at any time in the last five years. Let that sink in. The Giants have not had a winning record in five years. That counts five straight week ones. So they've never... Ever got off on the right foot five straight years since the beginning of time <laughs> five years Joe judge though it's working out real well for him <laughs> good hire they're gonna retain him right and they're gonna bring back Daniel Jones and run it back yeah probably because that why the fuck wouldn't you let's <laughs> go for six boys <laughs> <laughs> if we're gonna do this we're gonna do it big All right. Well, here, let's do this updated playoff picture then. And we'll start with the AFC with a one seed at this moment is the Tennessee Titans. Right. Then you get into your matchups. You would have the number two seed Chiefs hosting the number seven seed Los Angeles Chargeros. The number three seed and AFC North champion Cincinnati Bengals. Hey, hey, Jojo Berger would be hosting the six seed. The C-dubs, the goats. That's the Indianapolis Colts. And then you'd have one hell of a matchup on Wild Card Weekend with a four-seed Buffalo Bills hosting the Patriots. That would be their third game of the season. The th- Let me tell you, when teams from the division meet in the playoffs, it's always wild. That third game is always wild. Something always goes, you know, spiffy-whiffy. Uh, for your bubble teams, there's only three teams left that are technically... You know, still eligible for the playoffs. That is the Raiders, Steelers, and Ravens. We will get into their scenarios to get them in in a little bit. Soup, a little bit of action here in the AFC. Little teams moving up, teams moving down. Yeah, the uh, it's just a wild, wild season. Like <laughs> every single week, it's somebody new at the top of the AFC. And he's, you still got five teams that could potentially be the number one seed in the AFC <laughs> at the end of this week. Who would have thought? It doesn't even seem real. Yeah. I mean, typically there's, you know, a little bit of fluctuation, you know, that could happen on the last week. But like, this just seems like, and we're going to get into them in a minute, but even like one through seven and the bubble teams, there's so many, if this team does this, the, this team does this, plus a tie. It's kind of crazy. Let's move on to the NFC, where the Packers are the only team to clinch a bye at this point. They are the one seed. Then you get to the number two, currently, Los Angeles Rams. 
at this point would be hosting the seven seed Philadelphia Eagles who clinched a playoff berth thanks to Kirk Cousins getting COVID. The number three seed Buccaneers would host the six seed 49ers and then a repeat of this past week, the four seed Cowboys would be hosting the five seed car five seed Cardinals. Kyla Murray would go back to Jerry world where he's what nine and oh now something like that. <laughs> Let's go. You want to hear something funny on the Cowboys? Uh, one of the guys installing our furnace this morning was wearing a Cowboys hat and I looked out the window and I looked at my wife and I said, no, he can't come in. <laughs> so I'm leaving and he's like, hey, big game this week. And I was like, well, half our team's on the COVID list and the other half wasn't going to play anyways. Yeah. He's like, yeah, don't worry. We'll be one and done in the playoffs. And I was like, that's my guy. He can come in. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only good Cowboys fans are the realest ones. Right. But uh, that's uh, that's. That's it, except for the only bubble team in the NFC is the New Orleans Saints. Let's just get to the scenarios. We'll start with the AFC because that one's pretty ridiculous to try to dive into. Uh, let's get, well, First, we're going to talk about the teams that have clinched. There's five teams clinched. You have the Bengals, AFC North champions. The Chiefs are the AFC West champions. The Titans, the AFC South champions. And then the Buffalo Bills and New England Patriots have all clinched playoff berths. And the first game on here we're listing are the Baltimore Ravens versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is a uh, Sunday 1 o'clock game. And I feel like I have something on here that is missing right there. Okay. So Baltimore clinches a playoff, and this is the more drastic one. Baltimore would clinch a playoff berth with a win, a Chargers loss, a Colts loss, or a Dolphins loss or tie. Hmm. Now, I thought the Dolphins were already eliminated, so that's even more weird why they're win or loss. Yeah, they're, it's because of the strength of schedule. <laughs> it's the only way that Baltimore can get in. And with gotcha. no Lamar Jackson again this week, uh, plus all the additional scenarios you need. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. But it's why you play the game. And on the same coin, for the chart, uh, the Steelers to win, they uh, to get in, they would have to win. The Colts lose, and here's the kicker: the Raiders Chargers game cannot end in a tie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have uh, again. Uh, very interesting scenarios here uh, because Indianapolis is going to be playing Jacksonville this week. So, right. Yeah. So, <laughs> hmm. good luck to you there. Yep. I mean, the Colts have not won in Jacksonville since what, like 2004 or something stupid like that? Really? It's 2004 or 2014. Oh, it, I heard it this Can't morning on NFL Network. Can't be 2004. <laughs> 2014, I kind of believe. Let's see here. <laughs> Colts hope playoff hopes ride on snapping road losing streak to Jacksonville. 
2014. I've not beaten the Jacks in Jacksonville or London since 2014. So still, that's be wild. <laughs> wow, what a rush! So we'll get to that when we get to that when the time is right. But tonight the time is okay. Whatever. Buffalo is facing the Jets. I don't know what I'm doing here. For Buffalo to clinch an AFC East division title, they would just have to win or have the Patriots lose. You know, there is the alternate universe where the Patriots and the Bills both tie their respective games. At that point, Buffalo would win the AFC East. And let me tell you what, if Buffalo and the Patriots both tie this week, I'm eating my shoe live on the podcast. We look forward to that next week. <laughs> so that was the Bills and Jets. I don't know about that Jets team. A little scrappy all of a sudden. All of a sudden acting like they care about the foosball. Uh, next one is the Bengals. They're at Cleveland, a one o'clock game. Cincinnati has a chance to clinch the number one seed with a win, a Tennessee. Wow. Okay. They have to win, plus Tennessee loses, plus Kansas City loses, plus New England loses or ties, or Bengals win, Titans, Chiefs lose, and Buffalo wins. So it seems like the same thing for the most part. So they kind of need a lot for to get the one seed for all that to happen. And you know what's even weirder is the, the seeding is still, like, even if these teams don't clinch, like, the one seed, there's still a lot of jockeying for the other seeds. You know what I mean? Like, Sure is. It's going to be interesting. Then with Cincinnati not having... Joe Burrow this week, and Joe Mixon also joining me on the COVID list. Uh, and Cleveland has no Baker Mayfield, so that will be a definitely an exciting game to watch. Yeah, congratulations, Ohio. Ohio is for lovers. All right, so we have all uh, next. The Indianapolis Colts are at Jacksonville, like we said. Indy wins or ties, they're in. That's what it comes down to. If they don't win, you know, they can still get in, but they would need a Chargers loss and a Baltimore-Pittsburgh <laughs> tie or a Chargers loss, a Steeler loss, and a Miami win. So Miami is does have a role to play here this week. I know they like to play spoiler, especially when they're playing that team from New England. Uh, that's all the Colts have to do. So that one is pretty simple. Then we have the Chiefs. They're at Denver. No Teddy Bridgewater in Denver. Let's see. Kansas City can clinch the one seed with a win and a Titan loss or tie. Or if the Chiefs happen to tie and Tennessee loses, they'll they'll get it. <laughs> Love that we have to play this tie game now. Get rid of ties in football. <clears throat> And this is this is the the one I love the most. The Raiders are playing the Los Angeles Chargers. 
Los Angeles charge, uh, Las Vegas Raiders clinch a playoff berth with a win or a tie and a Colts loss or a Colts loss and a Pittsburgh loss or tie. Basically, win and you're in. Chargers are in with a win or a tie. The kicker with this game is if the Chargers and Raiders tie, they're both in. Plain and simple. That's that's um that's something else right there. <laughs> so, we're just gonna kneel, okay? We ain't doing nothing. We ain't going nowhere. The NBC executives are gonna be some pissed off at the kneel fest <laughs> that's going on Sunday night football. Oh man, I hope that game doesn't matter at all. All right, Patriots at Miami. Uh oh. Patriots playing in Miami. Watch out, folks. Patriots can clinch the AFC's number one seed with a win, Buffalo loss, or tie, Chiefs loss, and Titans loss. So they got to have a lot to happen there. A little more in their reach is the possibility of winning the AFC East. They would just need to win in Buffalo, lose, or tie. Or if for some reason Miami and the Patriots tie and Buffalo loses, they all they can get there that way as well. God, this is you need like a perfect score in the SATs to get through this. Yeah. All right, last one for the AFC, I promise. It's the Tennessee Titans. They're playing the Houston Texans in Houston. They can clinch the number one seed just by winning, just like that. Boom, boom, boom. If they happen to tie, they'll need the Chiefs to lose or tie, or they would need Kansas City, the Bengals and New England to all lose or tie. And then uh, also, Jesus Christ, they could have the Chiefs lose, the Bengals lose or tie, and then Buffalo win. They'd still get the one seed. Go out there, do your job, and win the game. You'll be the one seed, Tennessee, which is wild to say. At the beginning of the year, I did not peg Tennessee as the one seed. Sure didn't. Uh, I also didn't think that the potentially the one seed in the AFC could only have 11 wins. Yeah, be a wild scenario. But yeah, listening to you go through all those scenarios, you, you're like Charlie from "It's Always Sunny" <laughs> with <just>. the map. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'd be feeling. So we got all those down in the AFC. Rewind, listen to that four times, process that if you need to. Moving on to the NFC, which is much easier. <laughs> Much easier. Okay. Clinch teams. The Green Bay Packers have won the NFC North and clinched the number one seed. The only first round by. They do have home field advantage throughout the playoffs as long as they don't lose. Dallas Cowboys are the NFC East champions. And you know what really pisses me off? If the Eagles just took care of business against the Giants a few weeks ago, this week's game is for the NFC East title. Yep. Son of a bat. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they have clinched with the NFC South Division title. The Arizona Cardinals, the Los Angeles Rams, and the Philadelphia Eagles have all clinched a playoff berth, so there literally is only one slot available in the NFC. There is still the NFC West Division title to figure out, and it will come down to the Arizona Cardinals versus the Seattle Seahawks. If the Arizona Cardinals win and the Rams lose this week, they would be the NFC West champions. The other game, the Los Angeles Rams versus the San Francisco 49ers, 
If the Rams win or tie, they are the NFC West champions. If Arizona loses or ties, they are the NFC West champions. In that same game, the San Francisco 49ers will clinch playoff berth with a win or a tie versus the Rams, or if the Saints lose or tie. And that's relevant because the Saints are currently on the outside looking in. They host the beat-down Atlanta Falcons. If New Orleans wins and the 49ers lose, the Saints would take that seven seed in the playoffs. This is wild because the Rams and 49ers game is no joke. That is like the game of the week for me right there. That has quite the implications. We could go from the Rams and Saints in the playoffs to Arizona winning the West, the Rams and the Niners both being wildcard teams. Yep, and uh, <laughs> if you look here, I mean, adversely from the AFC, you could end up with a 12-win team. It probably potentially will end up with a 12-win team that uh, is going to be a wildcard team. Or 12 wins would you'd be right in the driver's seat of the AFC right now. Dude, no kidding, right? Holy cow. Dude. What a time. Yeah, the NFC. If you like that, guys, nice and easy. Like, <laughs> here we are. And there we go. Uh, it's going to be kind of interesting with the seating on that, too, because looking at the games this week, a lot of these, like the Panthers and the Bucks, the Bucks, you know, should win that. Uh, the way COVID is hitting the Eagles right now and the, their plan to rest their starters anyways, because... Like, you're in the playoffs. Does it matter who you play at this point? Like, what's the difference between the five, six, and seven? Just get in. You know, you got a shot against anybody, especially with that run game. So, you know, the Cowboys win that game. If the Rams ended up losing, uh, the Bucks could jump to the two seed. The, you know, there's a scenario where the Cowboys could still be the two seed. Or no, they eliminated themselves, didn't they? I think they could only be the three seed. Either way, there's. We just went through them. We got Packers, Rams, Bucks, Cowboys, Cardinals, 49ers, Eagles. There's a hundred percent chance that is not the same order next week. Yes. So we got everything in line, all our ducks in a row. You got all that information in your head. I'm sure you remember every word we just said. So why don't we get to the pickum? Oh. Hey, pickum, that's the name of the game. Snatching winners every week like a turnover chain. Uh, picking spreads over under long shots. Ha! You know we got it cause our bank rolls on top. All right, week 18 of the pickum. That doesn't even sound correct when I say it out loud. Don't take... Do with that as you will. You know, it is what it is till it ain't. And it ain't time to worry about it. Cowboys at Eagles. Cowboys are a five-point favorite. Over-under is 43. We're just going to go, Steve, and my picks this week. We are picking just the playoff-relevant games. There's two games we're not doing. That's the Lions and Packers, the nameless team and the Giants for self-explanatory reasons. We are going to call the Madden showdown at this point. We're not going 
get the Madden simulations because everything is wild. And Madden was so bad last week. The final for the 17 weeks, though, in third place is SG1 Sports with the Madden simulations at 43 and 30. Soup, very noble, noble job at 46 and 27. And your boy, Shook Money, a.k.a. C-Dubs the GOAT, a.k.a. Eleven the GOAT, a.k.a. the guy who won't stop talking right now. I went 51 and 22. Take my bow. Take my bow. Steve, I don't know if this is a good time or not, but I um, just want to remind you that you still haven't paid your fantasy football dues. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, uh, if I could go to work right now, then I would have paid him today or yesterday. It's all right. You don't have to pay him. You can just pay me. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> he's Easy just going to turn around and give it to me. <laughs> nice. All right. Cowboys at Eagles. I'll go first. Cowboys. It's not even... Cowboys are like, we're playing our starters. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Have fun playing against Minshew and the practice squad. Uh, Cowboys 24, Eagles 6. Yeah, I'll go uh, Cowboys 28, Eagles 10. Uh, like you said, fucking Hardo McCarthy over there is like, we need to be in top, you know, performing, uh, whatever. Exactly. That's exactly what he sounds like when he tries to give a speech to his team. <laughs> if anybody can fuck it up, it's him. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm not going to be upset if Minshew goes out there and throws for 400 yards, three touchdowns, and they win. But wouldn't it be hilarious too to just see like Minshew and the practice squad like actually give him a run for their money? And then they have to turn around and play each other the following week. <laughs> oh, baby, give me some mo for all the chickens in the living room. Give me some mo. All I would right, absolutely. Uh, I would love that. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be hilarious. And JJ um, Arthago Whiteside catches the game winner just to right. really fuck it up. <laughs> okay, uh, the Chicago Bears going to play the Minnesota Vikings in the Who Gives a Shit Bowl this week. Uh, Vikings currently five and a half point favorites over under 44 and uh, joining me on the COVID list, Justin Fields. So if, just in case you could care a little bit less about this game, then here we are. Uh, Vikings win. It's probably going to be ugly like the last time. So I'm going to go Vikings 17 bears six. You say Kirk's coming back? Yep, he is starting. All right, I'm going to give the Vikings the nod here because Fields out. But that doesn't mean they're out of the running because Big Dick Nick is up in this biatch. <laughs> Vikings 20, Bears 17. God bless Nick Foles. Next up. We're going to go to the Chiefs at the Broncos. The Chiefs fighting for that one seed. Hoping for a miracle with the Tennessee Titans dropping. Chiefs are 11 and a 11 point favorite. Over under 45. No Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, no Ronald Darby. No Patrick Sertain. Chiefs 100. <laughs> Chiefs 45. Broncos 11. I'll go... Uh... Chiefs 38, Broncos 17. 
And here we go, the Battle of Ohio. The Cincinnati Bengals go to play the Browns in Cleveland. And with the injuries and COVID stuff, the Browns are a six-point favorite, even without Baker Mayfield. Over under a staggering 38 points. Boy, oh boy. The race to 38. Who's the backup for the Bengals? Brandon Allen. Jesus. Okay. Brandon Allen versus Case Keenum. You're welcome, NFL. There's your <laughs> week <laughs> your eighteen. Pre- week eighteen, you fought so hard for. Oh man, why don't we just go with Brandon Allen and the Bengals? Because you know why not? They're gonna win ugly, eighteen to thirteen. I'm gonna go with my man Case Keenum. He throws a, another Minneapolis miracle at the end of the game to win. 13 to 10. It would be like him too. He's like one of the, he's like a Nick Foles where he goes out and he wins these friggin' ridiculous games and nobody says they should. All right, let's go to the Steelers at the Ravens. Big, big playoff implications. The win and need help bowl. (laughs) The Ravens are currently a five point favorite over under is 41 and a half. I actually kind of like Tyler Huntley. I think he's a lot of fun. I think the Steelers blew their wad last week getting Big Ben a win at home in his last game at home. Rumors of his retirement. Let's hope he does. The guy has just lost it. Like, whatever he's done in the past, that's those are his accomplishments, but the guy has fallen off a cliff hard. Although his win this past week did clinch his entire career without a losing season. That's pretty uh, honorable feat, I guess, (laughs) since 2004. So 18 seasons without a losing record. I say the Ravens sent him home with their terrible crying towels. And 24-9. I got the Steelers here. They're been scrappy lately trying to claw their way in uh i got the steelers winning 20 to 16 hmm okay 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 okay. so what do we got here the indianapolis Colts head to jacksonville where we mentioned before they haven't won since 2014 so uh yeah Colts, though, are a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. Over-under is 44. And the Jaguars trying to rebound from a 40-point loss to the New England Patriots. Uh, (laughs) Can you rebound from that? (laughs) You should be able to rebound from that, but you never know. You could lose by 42 this week. This is a team going to one more game, four quarters, and then we're we're done. We can go home. You got about 15 guys on that roster. Like, I'm so glad my contract's up after this year. Go to Jacksonville, they said. Get paid, they said. Yep. Uh, Did hear some rumblings and rumors that maybe a Mr. Jim Harbaugh could be up for the old uh, Jacksonville Jaguars head coaching. And why not? Why not bring in another college coach to coach your team? I also heard his name in connection with the Raiders as well. Do with that as you will. 
we shall see. Anyway, uh, yeah, Colts going to get the victory in this game. I don't care who does and doesn't play. Uh, 48-3. Yeah, this one's probably not going to be pretty. I'm going to take Jonathan Taylor, 27, Jacksonville, (laughs) 7. That's about all you need to know about that. All right, next up, the Tennessee Titans go to the Houston Texans with their number one seed on the line here. They got to have this one. Gots to have it. They are a 10-point favorite. Over-under is 43. And I see Tennessee roll into a one seed here. Titans have been a little bit of a tough out, but I don't think they have enough. 24-13 Tennessee. And... Once the playoffs come around, especially if they get that bye, they're going to go into week two of the playoffs with Derrick Henry returning. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, I also have the Titans winning uh, 21 to 13. It's not quite not quite the 24-burger. You thought it was going to be a 24-burger? Also... I was surprised at how many people had never heard the term 50-burger when the guy said it announcing the Patriots and Jaguars game last week. They were like, oh, 50-burger, that's hilarious. And I was like, we've been saying that for four years. (laughs) Apparently, you don't listen to the Joy Practices podcast. Dummies. Ah, what do we got next, Soup? Ah, the pandering to Sean's wife. Game of the season. That's right, because the New Orleans Saints, I'll try and say that 10 times fast with a stuffy nose. The New Orleans Saints are headed to Atlanta, play the Falcons. Saints, three and a half point favorite. Over under is 40. They need a win and they need a little bit of help. So, can the Saints find a way to end the season with a win? Who's playing quarterback? Taysom Hill. Putting in Sean Payton this time. Yep, Sean Payton is playing. Yeah, or what's his nuts that played him in the movie? <laughs> Kevin James. <laughs> Kevin James is starting <laughs> at quarterback this week. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got the I got the Saints twenty four to star. No, uh, <laughs> 24 20 Saints win. I got the Saints winning as well, twenty three to nineteen. <laughs> uh. I think what is most unique about this game is that's that the Saints set themselves up probably the most realistic scenario because that Rams team is awfully tough. The Niners, I know they beat them earlier in the season, but that Rams team has evolved. They've gone through ups and downs. They are a tough out where the Falcons have pretty much given up. Nobody wants to play there anymore. Matt Ryan is looking at beach houses in Malibu. I don't know. Should be a should be a good one. I want to give a shout out as well to uh, Mr. Chris, aka the Papa, because he is a uh, avid tweeter at the Joint Practices Podcast, and he sent me a tweet and told me to bring this up on the podcast. So let me just bring it up real quick. Oh, he said he wanted me to mention. The Adam Schefter tweet 
uh, that he had last week about the Eagles owner, Jeffrey Lurie, who donated $10,000 to Parker's fund. For those of you who don't know, there's a 11-year-old boy, Parker Dickerson, who lost both his parents to cancer in recent years, including one of Adam Schefter's colleagues, Jeff Dickerson, who died of complications from colon cancer at age 44. And it looked like Schefter was in full help this kid mode. He got money from donations, I should say, from tons of team owners and players and all kinds of people stepped up to help this kid. And Mr. Chris wanted us to mention that. He said this deserves a mention on the next episode, Class Act and a Great Cause. And if you just want some funny tweets making fun of the Falcons and other Saints stuff, I uh, recommend following Smessed Up, just like it sounds. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off on that tangent there. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so the Saints and the Falcons playing this week, right? <laughs> Mr. Chris tweeted, Dear NFL, could we get the Saints and Falcons game moved back three minutes? The Falcons have a thing <laughs> for 328. <laughs> and we're back. Thank you for their uh, short break there. Seahawks at Cardinals. Cardinals six and a half point favorite. Over under is forty eight. And let me just say the Cardinals roll because the Seahawks have given up on life. I'm gonna say the Cardinals win to the tune of thirty to twenty. I also am going to pick the Cardinals as well too. Uh, Cardinals 27, Seahawks 14. He's going to sneeze on the way. How about the Jets at the Bills? Bills are a 16-point favorite over under his 41. <laughs> if we were picking against the spread, I'd probably take the Jets here. I kind of want to take the Jets anyways. But I don't have the manholes. I don't have the testicles. I don't have the balls. Uh, Bills, 24 to 10. Bills, whatever score you want to pick, to whatever score you want to pick, uh, 29 to 11. 29 to 11 has to be one of the best scores I've heard on this podcast besides Elijah's 104 to nothing. <laughs> <clears throat> hundred to four. Yeah, hundred to four. Two safeties. All right. All right. We got the uh Carolina Panthers headed to Tampa Bay. Take on the Buccaneers. Buccaneers currently an eight-point favorite over under 41 and a half. Any chance the Buccaneers lose this game? I hope so. No. <laughs> Even with all they've been through. <laughs> there is literally zero chance because the Panthers can't score. They literally can't. They have DJ Moore, Chuba Hubbard, Rob, Robbie Anderson, and literally nobody to get them the ball. It's just, it's free DJ Moore. I want a t shirt that says that. Give oh, me the box 100 to 4. <laughs> I got the Buccaneers uh, 30, Panthers 9. 30 to 9, you say? Yep. Ugh. I'm going to go 38 to 10. They got to get that one field goal in there when it doesn't matter. 
All right. 49ers at the Rams. This is the big Kamali Awali. This is the one everybody's going to have to keep their eye on. Rams are a four and a half point favorite. Over under is 44 and a half. And I feel like this game is a true toss up. But I'm going to root for chaos. I'm going to root for the Rams. Let's get the Saints in the playoffs. Happy wife, happy life. Rams 38, Niners 36. Let's make it fun. I also think the Rams win too. 31-17. And then we have the New England Patriots headed to Miami to take on the Dolphins, where the Patriots are a six-point favorite. Over-under is 40. Dolphins have nothing to play for except to spoil some people's good graces going into the playoffs. So I think I'm going to take the Patriots. Look for them to run the ball very effectively going into the uh, the playoffs here. So low-scoring game, Patriots 20, Dolphins 13. Hey, let's root for chaos. I think the Dolphins are going to play spoiler and take a 24-23 victory as they return a punt for a touchdown to win the game. <laughs> as time expires, the reverse monkey. And Gronk and Gron gets eaten up by the turf monster again. <laughs> At that exact moment it's happening, he's just going to randomly fall on the field during the Jets-Bucks <laughs> game, and it's going to line up perfectly. That's it. Last one. The one you can absolutely root for a tie-in is the Chargers at the Raiders. Chargers, three-and-a-half-point road favorite over under 49-and-a-half. Don't forget that the Raiders don't even have a coach. <laughs> they have interim special teams coach leading the way. They've been making some noise, so good for them, but I think this is the time for us to get the Los Angeles Chargers in the in the tournament. Can you imagine if we have the Chargers playing the Rams? Where's the Super Bowl? It's in LA. LA. Right? It's supposed to be, but because of COVID, it's probably not going to be. Jesus. But Wouldn't that, that would be, be wild? That would be something else. That would be wild. Like, who's gonna have the home field advantage? Like well, be it would be the Rams. They have the better no 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 i mean like you know how tampa played in tampa and it's you know they had home field event like yeah. it's literally they share a stadium so yeah it would still be the rams because they have more, way fans. more rams fans than there are chargers <laughs> fans. i mean there might be more chargers fans they just don't go to the games true enough all right give me the chargers 24 to 17 I'm going to go for a tie here, the whole 2020 tie, and uh, see uh, see what kind of bizarre things can happen. Also, I think if I pick tie and it's not a tie, doesn't that go down as a tie for my record? <laughs> <laughs> if they tie, I forfeit all previous victories, and you are declared the winner. If they tie 20 to 20, I don't know what I'll do, but I will be flabbergasted. 
That's it. That's the pick'em. The last pick'em of the regular season. Soup, do you know what that means? What's that? Playoff pick'em, baby! <laughs> It's oh, yeah. coming back, baby. And hopefully next week we'll be able to do this at our normal time, which is usually Monday nights. And we'll have proper time. We don't have to rush home from work. Elijah will be awake. We'll discuss some playoff football, baby. Anything you would like to add before we disembark our computer screens into the beds of our own? No, I don't think so. But now it's time to go to bed. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, shout out to uh, Josh, the dairy clerk, who gave our podcast a listen. Appreciate it. What a good shot. Yes, I bud. Yeah, bud. All right. Well, with that being said, fly COVID fly. Nope. We want to get that. Yeah, they can fly the fuck away. That's about the only place to yeah, fly. Get fucking lost. That's that first stop. I'll let you say that guy's name because you like to say. Come Hill. Granny Larson, I'm sure she'd love to hear it. So, yeah, she'll love all the swear words and dink jokes. It'll be great. Join, 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 join